Welcome to Rich Girl Radio, where I give you the business. It is your girl, Danielle Morrell, high-ticket mindset, business strategy, and sales coach to other lady coaches and experts desiring a simpler way to scale so that they can have more bandwidth and bank to show up as their best in all areas of their life. And in today's episode, we are going to be wrapping up the retreat recap series that I have been putting on for the last several months, it feels like, right? Ever since we came back from Turks and Caicos in September. And so I'm really excited to wrap this up and do the last episode in this series, which I have promised I'm bringing on my personal travel planner that helps me put on the lucrative and leverage lady boss retreats and so it is a treat to have terry holzhauser in the house in the building <laughs> actually she was in the virtual zoom building um so i interviewed her and asked her tons of questions about her expertise and just her experience and advice and suggestions when it comes to travel planning so i am so excited to go ahead and dive right into this so let's do it hello terry how are you doing Good morning, Danielle. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm loving the way travel has all come back. and It's fun now. Life's fun. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm so glad that I'm actually able to get on your calendar. You've been <laughs> traveling a lot this year. We both have. So I am so excited to have this conversation, like you said because we are coming off, you know, a wonderful year of kind of seeing what dipping our toes right back in the sand as we like That's to right. say. That's it. Yes. And so this is a great conversation again to have because you and I have a long-standing relationship over years now. And so I thought that was such a beautiful part of our story that I wanted to make sure that I let the ladies know as I introduce you and how I know you and what Mm -hmm. we're going to be discussing today is just letting the ladies know that I've been working with Terry for years and I know her personally I've even met her in person I when I went to (laughs) what a great dinner that was it really was. And what I just, it's always a reminder and a testimonial about the power of relationships and the value of good relationships. Mm-hmm. And really to do people good in life and like, and just to, you know, whenever you get a chance to build a business that allows you to connect with fabulous people, it's just an honor and a privilege to be in their life. And that's how I feel Absolutely. And so, you know, again, because we have a personal and a working relationship, I know when we first started, you know, when we, when we met each other, it's got to be over like six, seven years ago. And you were telling me you're a travel planner and that you're getting your business together. And I was like, oh my gosh, Terry, you know what? I just know one industry or a sector of travel I want you to get into, which is helping coaching. <laughs> Is. And, you know, experts, you know, definitely the coaches um, create these retreats and do retreats. And I know yeah. that that's such a, a, a popular 
you know, thing to leverage in your business. And I, one of the things I'm talking about in this series, why I believe it's a necessity to have it in your definitely your high end programs and just the value that retreating, especially what we're going to be talking about going international does for your your community and does for your business and so i'm a fan i'm i always have it i'm like this is the way to go to make sure that you can really add a, another high touch and a very um elevated experience mm -hmm. into your program right adding yes, that and it actually adds the value to the program goes up significantly when you're able to create these world-class experience high touch um out of the box kind of um, environments for your clients to build that community so I when I told you that you're like Danielle you bring me the retreat I'll get the plan and look you ain't saying no more like, okay well now I had to go do my thing and we did one together in Mexico and Terry you were my travel planner my right hand travel uh, extraordinaire <laughs> that really just helped me navigate you know this you know me being audacious to do a retreat in Mexico back in 2017 and you you did such a fabulous job I mean the ladies now still that and um go to that resort that we did down in the moon palace down in Cancun and so we got to do it and it was a fabulous experience and then we had kind of COVID things slowed down oh and yeah yeah, and it messed up our travel a little bit. But then I, when I came back, I was going higher with my offer and deciding, you know, I really was going to champion this luxury five-figure offer business model and, and actually do what I was pitching to you years ago. We're going to do it till we get it, Terry. That's what I say. I'm going to get it. <laughs> I get it right. And the fabulous thing is... Um, that's exactly like, you know, what we were able to do this past year by putting on a retreat and hosting it with my lucrative and leveraged lady boss club members in Turks and Caicos at the beaches all-inclusive resort. And we did it again and Terry did it even, I mean, just the years as technology gets better and, you know, you get better at your craft. I think, you know, over the past five years, Terry was able to um, provide us with even some more elements to the travel planning experience that the ladies just loved and again the Turks and Caicos beach is one of the best beaches in the Caribbean and so that was just like again the type of the world-class experience we were trying to put on and we did so Terry we I know it was a long introduction but I just again wanted everyone to know the journey we've come on together <clears throat> and then where we're going and and I know since we've been able to do the Turks and Caicos retreat, so many women have now come, you know, have reached out or asked me and I put them in contact with you and just very curious how this, you know, we were able to do this and the process and the planning that went behind it. So I thought it was great to bring you on and again, talk a little Thank bit you. about our process on that. So yes, Terry, introduce yourself again, tell them. We were just discussing before we got on kind of your areas of expertise outside of just retreat. So if anybody does check this out and you're looking for a travel planner that helps you, Terry um, definitely is the lady for you as well. So Terry, yes, please, you know, tell us more. Thank you for being here again. And yeah, we're excited to learn. So yeah, share with us um, a little bit about, again, your background with travel and 
the areas that you really focus on in helping people with their travel dreams? Well, I've been a travel lover my entire life. And um, over the years, you know, I've just had opportunities to plan girls trips, reunions, family trips for my own family, for my own friends and such. And um, about 14 years ago, I decided to uh, earn a certificate in meeting and event planning from Cal State San Marcos. And I was planning meetings and kind of morphed into doing a lot of weddings and destination weddings that are here in San Diego. Um, it's a very military town and you have a lot of people that have friends and families all over the world that want to, they want to bring to San Diego for their weddings. So through that, I started working with a travel agent to help planning the, the travel part of it. And over time, my hearing became really, really bad. And I had a hard time with those 200 people in a ballroom type events. So I kind of phased that out and my travel agent said, why aren't you doing this? And I said, mm. you know, that really could be a good idea. You right. know, I, I love the travel. I love people, uh, people together face to face. We miss that, especially in these last couple of years with COVID. Right. We didn't have that. And yes, it has opened up a whole world of zoom and videos and um facetime and such but that's not the same as being together with your friends or your families or your coaching partners right people that you are you may talk to each other on zoom but you get together face to face and it's a whole different experience right so anyway that's how that kind of grew and since then i got a cochlear implant and i hear a lot better but i'm not going back i love doing travel and planning group travel retreats, uh, corporate retreats, weddings, destination weddings. I love the logistics. I love the project management aspect of it. Right. And um, that's how I got into this. And I think too, what you really, like I've noticed is that you really care about people. And the thing about Terry that, you know, makes her such a wonderful asset to your planning process is that she truly cares about you. I mean, you go above and beyond to through the whole process, even like, again, I'm talking about like, make sure you let me know that you got there. Okay. You had no problem checking in, checking the weather. You know what I mean? Like she said, she said <laughs> mama travel bear, we're still be checking. Yep, that that's weather. me, mama bear. Exactly. And so this is important to why you want to have a travel planner, because I know it's so important to know these little in and outs about seasonal mm -hmm. travel, things you need to know. And that's one thing I share with the ladies that I learned, you know, we're moving our retreat to St. Lucia is going to be in May versus in the fall, like we normally been doing, we did Mexico in August in 2017, and then we did Turks and Caicos in September. And you know what? Even when Turks and Caicos says it rarely gets hurricanes, I mean, we literally left on the hills of aftermath of a, a hurricane. I was like, okay, yeah, no, okay, that's enough. So we'll move this to a non-hurricane season, which is in the spring to go to any Caribbean island. But it's little things like that. And Terry, you know, definitely told us and, and, and definitely would, gave me the warning. And I was like, oh yeah, the way the planning's falling, we've got to do it then. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, she was 
was, you yep. know, up at night not sleeping. So I'm told myself, Terry's too good of a, you know, travel planner and a person to have her <laughs> night like that in the Caribbean, unless it's a must time during. But it's things like that that I feel like is a good reason why, you know, having a travel um a planner. So let me too let you tell us like the difference between a travel agent and a travel planner because I know I'm calling you a travel planner and that's what you go by because you're again beyond just an agent right that's just doing what you know doing the simple looking it up but really helping you like actually plan that process so yeah right tell us a little bit about the difference between a planner and agent well, a travel agent was a, is a term that's been used for about 150 years. And it was obviously way before internet. And travel agents were primarily a booking agent, a ticketing agent. You didn't, you either had to go to the airport to get a ticket at the ticket counter. Gotcha. You know, in advance, or you went to a travel agent and they would book your flight and they'd give you your ticket. You went there to get brochures and things you didn't have the internet to go search for all these resorts and search for your ideal honeymoon resort or something um so that kind of really transitioned through you know the the late 90s and into the early 2000s and where now we can research resorts you can you can book your own flights i mean it's easy peasy if you want a flight to go visit your sister you just go online and do it um, but that also gives you an overwhelming amount of information. And how do you sort through all that? How do you pick out out of, you know, 300,000 rooms available in Cancun? Where do you find the resort that's going to meet what you want? What's right. most family friendly? Who's adult, adults only? Who has more activities? Who's going to give you the better service, the better food? Mm, yeah, you can get a, you can get a reviews on that. Who did the reviews? Are they real people? Are they fake people out there? So that's really where things started to change. So travel agents had to become travel planners. It, it just pivoted into that because we provided different service. You can find all the information online, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna get the mama bear. You're not gonna get the personal touch, you're not gonna have the reviews and things that I can get. If I have questions about things, Things have changed drastically post-COVID. Right. And you don't know if those same awesome resort is still awesome. You know? That's, yeah, and that's why I really like the tagline we came up when we worked together. You know, we launched your brand <clears throat> which is that get you a travel planner that travels and so Terry is that travel planner and that's why I feel like she again is you know someone that I highly recommend and I wanted to bring on here just to introduce you to her because Terry actually travels and like I said this past year I want her to tell us too she's got to give us you know I mean she went on I believe what is six or eight weeks I'll let you tell us European excursion Um, and she had so many fabulous places and I think what really again makes you unique because I have had experience with people who call themselves quote-unquote travel planner agents but they're like side business 
business real quick, you know, I just, you know, I want to do this so I can travel kind of thing. And then they don't have, again, that the toes in the sand, like I like to say, because yep. yeah, it's part of Terry's brand, you'll have to check it out. But about, you know, <laughs> actually being there, about actually having your toes where in the sand, trying the places, knowing the, like you said, the best type of activities or what you we are specifically looking for and just um at least having some knowledge of that and the places we've gone i you've been there you know and <laughs> i know that won't necessarily always be the case but i know like you said you know what you're looking for because you you do this for real not for if you do this for real and for play let's just put it that way <laughs> i know where to get, i know where to get the answers i know right. where to get the information if i don't know it off the top of my head I know where to find it. Right. So, right. You've been, where, how long was that trip to Europe? It was six or eight weeks. Six and a half weeks. Six, six and a half weeks. weeks at 21 countries. Oh my gosh. How do you, I mean, <laughs> it was like that. It was really like, I can't even really wrap my head around it. It was happening <laughs> so fast. What did you feel like going through 21 countries in six and a half weeks? Well, it started with a couple of cruise opportunities we had, and there was, two and a half weeks in between them. And there was one in the Northern Europe and one was in the Mediterranean. Um, and we go, how do we fill in the middle of this? You know, if we want to do both of those, we're not going to fly back to San Diego and then fly back to, that's crazy. So we, then we had an opportunity, actually my husband won a cruise in Croatia. So we said, oh, oh my gosh. So when you put all that together, then we rented a car in Croatia and then we drove our way back down to Rome to get our last cruise. And it just, it just came together. It came together and it was fabulous. It was a fabulous experience and I can't wait to go back. I know, and you did do, like, what, Mexico? You've done a bunch this year, which I feel like I've done, a, like, a good amount, just Jamaica and Turks and Caicos. But I told you, again, I'm trying to knock off as many Caribbean islands. I don't know how many. I, yeah. I heard up to 21. I know there's more, but we'll start there. So that's... um too which I feel like again is so awesome that like you said if you haven't been there you know where to get the answers and you're and you're willing to again have fun with this and let's you know go out of our yeah. comfort zone and try something you've got even again what you brought back for St. Lucia coming up in May I'm super excited about because you found Me something too. it's all adults all inclusive and just this body and spa part of um the the retreat I mean the package looks amazing so it, it does it does so what would you, how far out would you say like start planning travel again for a retreat what would what would you find is like how many months lead time is ideal and what should you think well, as far as that ideally 12 months is wonderful Ooh. if you have the time if you can do that um, there's a whole lot of pent-up travel out there right now, and hotels are booking up, resorts are booking up. Um, at the same time, like I said, these resorts are now trying to restaff. Mm. And so sometimes, you know, the groups departments, the sales departments, the contract people, they're overwhelmed, and it's hard to get information back from them. Um, so that would be ideal. Six months is really kind of the minimum because you've got to, everybody's got to get their flights booked. Everybody has to have their, all the, all the little bits and pieces have to put together as well as your 
as a coach, your job of getting the information, dispersing the information to your clients and to get them all dialed in. There's a, you know, a lot of moving pieces in there. Um, uh, I, know, actually, um, with you, I do think that is absolutely right. I was definitely, I was saying you're right about no less than six months, but I do agree with you. The year sounds most ideal for sure, as you explain it, because I just know, like you said, even with the six months, you really need that time again for everybody to get on board, get their payments in, actually have a payment situation that's manageable and not overwhelming because the shorter it is, the more checks uh-huh. it is faster coming. So you got to be ready to go. And, the, you know, so that's really good to know. So the sooner you can start planning on that and getting out ahead of it, the yes. better. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So. And Turks, for Turks, how many months did we have for Turks? Was it like four months? Yes, and cutting it too close. And it was, it was tight. It was tight. And that's why we're doing for St. Lucia now we're six months out. And now that yes. we've got that out, you're going to be out. We need to go ahead and be planning for 2024 right on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Right, right there. But this is the fun part. And like I was sharing, you know, what the ladies are in the people listening about the value of putting retreats in there it actually creates where people want to stay and you create a community of travelers that get to go to unique experiences and again Uh build that community and relationship and add something unique that you're able to provide that other people aren't you know necessarily being able to do and that's one of the things that we enjoy doing Terry is doing that international part and I know that really stuck out to a lot of people because it is you know can seem like a um an undertaking or maybe just an experience to do with your clients and that's why it's good to have someone like you so let's kind of talk about too like the our pro- your process of like kind of how we work together on that so they can kind of hear like you it's again and we're talking six to 12 months out as soon as you have an idea of where you want to go do you get in touch with the travel planner then ideally and then you know, get started on that process and then you're with them from getting into contract, right? So how long would that normally take? What goes next? Oh, wow. The first thing I want you, I want to do is have a time to chat with you a little bit about get to know the person, get to know what you're thinking about, what your vibe is for this retreat. Is it going to be lots of work? Is it going to be work and play? Um, You know, I want to do that. Then I'm going to send you a questionnaire that will really it's kind of thought-provoking questionnaire about how you want your retreat to be how many people what type of experience um we're thought-provoking on that because it's the information you need to have in yourself so you know how to how we're going to plan this then I will go through that and I will give you my proposal for my services. And when I've got that and my services, my fees, then once I have that back, I will start my research and planning. Yeah. You know, so, but I want to make sure that we're both on the same page, that I have a really clear vision of what your vision is. It's, I'm not here just to book a hotel and some and some transfers and say bye. Right. 
I'm here to help you have the greatest experience you can. That comes out of my event and, event and um, meeting and event planning experience and weddings. And that I would do the same thing if I was planning your wedding. Right. I want to know what your vision is. I want to know what your vision is for your retreat. Yep. I love it. And I, I love that part about getting with them, finding out what the vision is for the retreat, especially getting a better understanding again of how many people you thinking you can get there for sure. And I know you do a really good job, really helping them gain clarity again about, you know, how many people are standing there coming and making sure like you're getting those rooms reserved. Um, and then again, just getting clarity about that and then going forward and just knowing that with you, again, you are taking on the the responsibility of helping them research so there is an investment of your time you know to do that you're you know what I mean to help them find the best place to research that to uh -huh. you know I love that part so making sure that they know that they're kind of getting that white glove service from you and that you do put that care and you do put that research and that responsibility of helping them find the best place for them to do their travel and their retreat with. So I, I, again, I find that very valuable because when you do invest in a travel planner in that way and just not looking for them to just book the stuff and you know what I mean? And you are investing in their upfront work time, like, you know, you require, it really allows you again to really invest and to really show up and support us in that process, you know, the uh -huh. way we need to. Um, we More become a team. We become time. partners. We yeah. become partners. We become a team. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so once you get in, you know, working with you on that, then you can feel that sense of relief. <clears throat> because that's one thing, too. I know that you brought to the table in our retreat planning process that was just so valuable was being able to create an itinerary. And so I guess that goes definitely into that part where you're getting an idea of what are we trying to accomplish from this retreat? Is this just a, you know, a connection retreat or a working retreat? And then just also the logistics of the vision of what we want the experience to be every day with our, you know, uh -huh. in our travel, you know, process and, and, and actually uh -huh. being there. And so that itinerary and helping us build that out and then making sure that everybody in the travel party has access to that and knows what's yes. going on really is the part that is so valuable because when you go to this kind of stuff, you want to be in the zone or be, you know, have relaxing or having a good time. And it's just this seamless process of like knowing, you know, what's going on and having somebody. So that part as well. Right. So talk to us yes. a little bit about that, how you help with the itinerary and just, helping the travel experience from that point of view? Uh, what I really want to emphasize is you're building, I want to build a relationship with the coach who is planning this retreat. Mm -hmm. um, because it, like, like I said, we become a team and you need to communicate and the guests need to communicate. I need to have your flight information. I monitor those. I don't book, I don't necessarily book them. Right. But I monitor those and I want Danielle or whoever the leader is to be able to know where her people are. Are they all here? When are they leaving? Finding out what the schedules are. The itinerary 
gets be, I gather all their flights. I have the hotel information. I have check-in and check-out information. I have all the information about the transfers from the airport to the resort. Danielle filled in with her plans and her activities and the things she had working. So we could put those in and then you and I can both see how your days are planned out and where you have openings, where you have opportunities to go and just sit at the pool and chat. Right. Chat together, get to know each other one-on-one -on -one with your, with your clients. Right. So yeah. it's a matter of putting everybody working together, everybody communicating with me so that I can communicate with you. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And that, that part is like you said, such a um, critical part of the process of just again, relaxing, having a good time is making sure that you do have the communication, you have that relationship. Uh -huh. And, um, and I think you do it very well. You did it very well for us. And again, it it was set the standard because I know going forward, that's what women are going to be expecting when they go on retreats and stuff where they're going to have that level again of white glove service because you were in communication with us, with our travel, like even with the flights, even though you didn't book them necessarily, but having that information and making it accessible where we had an open line of communication. So it just really kept everybody in the loop and it kept less time of them asking questions questions which took less pressure off of me which I was just like yeah oh, Terry really this was so check yeah check this out and it really set the standard again because now women feel like this is what they would ex you know expect when they experience something when uh -huh. you're doing something of this um of this standard so I love that Terry that you're so again thoughtful about the relationship and wanting to build that relationship what are your thoughts about having retreats um, outside of programs and then inside of programs where we're talking about doing this way for coaches because we've done it both ways and I know that you know we we have our thoughts on it but what has been our experience and how do we kind of prefer doing that you know I don't really have a preference um it's the same thing. You're still trying to build relationships with the people. If you have it inside a program, you already have a good idea of how many guests you're going to have. Mm -hmm. That's probably pretty firm. And that allows the contract process, contract process to go much smoother. Right. Um, when you have a contract with a resort, you're committing to um, filling X amount of rooms, whether it's 10 rooms or 50 rooms or whatever. And if you do it within your, your group, within your program, you have a good idea of how many rooms you're going to have there. And that contract is going to say, okay, I need 10 rooms. And if you come back with them two weeks before the trip and say, I only have five rooms booked, it's a contract and they have every right to say you owe us for the other five rooms still and you know those, that's how it is with those contracts and that's another thing about having a travel planner is i've been reading these contracts i read them all the time and i can point out to you that these are the items and these are the issues are you ready to commit to that because it is a commitment and it's a legal contract and they may come back and say hey the whole hotel is sold out i'd love to have a couple more rooms to sell if not, 
they can hold you to it and they have every legal right to do that. Um, when you read your contract, read it very carefully. Ask a lot of questions. If there's anything you don't understand, it's a contract. And if you don't release rooms by the deadline, you're gonna be responsible for them. But so, but I will, either way it can work. You just have to be aware of what your obligations are and what your deadlines are. I like working within a program because like I said, there are, you already have a firm, a pretty firm idea of how many people will be joining you on this retreat. Without, it's kind of up to you, you know? I think that's awesome. I'm so glad you said that, Terry, because I feel like, you know, as you, you're, I, I have my own, but that's, but that's nothing about it not working either way, because I do know a lot of people who host retreats and do very well with it not inside of a program. So you're absolutely right as far as it's all in how you market it. And again, on, on the front end is that, but it does work. So in, in, um, not in a program either or whatever you feel most confident in being able to do, but I'm so glad you touched on the contracts and we're getting into that because like you said, that's a big part of, I guess, why I feel like personally, I personally like the, now that I've done it both ways, because for that reason, it's because when I did the retreat or try to sell, you know, a retreat where it was not into where it was already my clients are already in, wrapped up in a program where people were already investing in, mm -hmm. in that community community I felt like a lot of people promised or like hyped me up early on like oh yeah I'm gonna do you know I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in but when it came time to actually um reserve start paying on the deposit and just you know moving forward then again it was hard to actually fill those type of rooms so I was like the next time I do this I'm gonna do it where I'm actually having the clients and already in a program, um, but I will say that to what I also learned is not being afraid to do them small, and so it's okay too if you want to try doing a retreat outside of a program, but maybe you know not being too ambitious unless you have a proven record or maybe you have a, you know, you know, for a fact, again, because I've even seen this recently kind of just, you know, overestimating and then getting in contact, mm -hmm. but you have a lot of rooms and then the time comes where it starts to actually get people to pay forward, you don't, and then you're like in a pressure cooker. So Mm -hmm. I also like it's okay to you know maybe starts maybe you can talk about because I know there's some benefits to at least having a certain amount of room so you know those are the pros and cons you kind of have to weigh like right you right. want to take that discount and go with the higher room but do you really you know have what it takes to meet that and because those contracts again mm -hmm. is something that every time we do a retreat I feel like I'm getting savvier and savvier <laughs> with like how this really works and and so it is good that you're talking about that and just, and this is why having that lead time of 12 months and not doing it so short and like on a whim, because it gives you more time to actually fill those rooms, build up the uh -huh. Sell it out. So I that that couldn't be better advice. It's like get out of it early. I mean, out of ahead of it early. If you, even if it we're planning for 2024, 20, now is the time. Um, especially if you probably want to go bigger in the rooms to give you some time, right? Because of those contracts. But either way works. It just knows what way works for you best and whatever your comfortability is 
on how you're going to be able to fill those rooms, right? So I love right, that, right. that too, because that is the benefit of having a travel planner. One is peace of mind and also to look at those contracts and to be able to get the benefits of block rooming and all of that stuff, right? So mm-hmm. Yeah, having someone, and if you're not using a travel planner, like Terry said, you want to look over those contracts, ask a lot of questions, because right, Terry, you can probably cry a river, and they're probably still going to say it's a contract that they held <laughs> those rooms, and that it was worth, you know, $30,000, and you've got like, you know, right, and that's what you don't want to get, right? Yeah, you don't want to put yourself in that position. Yes, there are what we call concessions that hotels will give you. And many of those have changed post-COVID. They've been really surprising and kind of disappointing where there was resorts that would give you a room free for every five rooms. So if you book five, the sixth room is free. No more, gone. They are now at 15 rooms, you get one room free. That's a big difference. Um, 10 to 15 rooms is typical to be able to get a a comped room. Okay. And if you get to that point, that's awesome, but don't get yourself in too deep. Um, some resorts like beaches, you had to have double occupancy rooms. They weren't doing single occupancy rooms. They didn't count towards that. So you lost off of some of those benefits. So frequently I'll go out there and I will be checking with several hotels, several different resorts that have, you know, that seem to fit mm -hmm. what your plan is and then see where we're going to get the best option. You know, some places when you go down to the Caribbean islands, you don't have a lot of options. There aren't a lot of choices in Turks and Caicos. Right. St. Lucia doesn't really have a lot of choices comparatively to Cancun, where you've got thousands. Mm. So it's, you know, those are all things you need to take into consideration. Um, one place may sound wonderful, but they're way out of price range, or they're not going to give you anything. So, and I think that's the biggest thing too, that I've had to come to realization, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I do want to go to all these Caribbean islands, except for, again, you don't have as many options. Uh, and mm -hmm. Some of the spots like Mexico we or the DR or some of the other ones we hear more often because they're more all-inclusive resort type of places, uh -huh. more op you know, options with that. Right. So that's good to know because you're right, you want to take that into consideration and like, okay, yeah, just making sure that you do have this selection because when you do bring on a group of people, right, and you want to have a good experience, um, you, you want to try to make it the best you can't. Right. So, I love this conversation so much because when we're, uh, I think we've pretty much talked about all the things I for sure wanted to talk about. Um, we talked about um, what our thoughts about the retreats with or without, which I love what you said too. It could be either or just get out ahead of it and definitely looking for in a travel planner. We talked about just making sure it's someone that travels, has, knows, can get in touch. I think the main thing, too, to look for in a travel planner, one, 
someone that um, does this for real and has some options. Like I said, I've worked with people who kind of getting into the business, but their options were limited as far as the resorts they could get in contact with or uh-huh. um, I, as far as their options go and price and, and the quality too. I, you know, not, it seems like not every travel planner has the same, um, you know, resources as far as coming to quality of resorts as far as who they can like kind of reach out to and and get more information from so what other like things would you have the listeners look for in a travel planner that you think is really important I know you're certified as a median and event planner as well is there anything else they should be really looking for I would confirm with the travel planner that you are thinking of working with that number one that they are very comfortable with groups everybody has their own kind of their own niche or should have their own niche just as you do right and um if somebody focuses on groups they're going to have more of the logistical side ironed out and are better able to do that other people are their niche is high-end luxury couples romantic travel right that's that's wonderful when you want to plan a honeymoon or a getaway that's who you want to talk to not that i can't do it because i do but um that's not the focus you want you want the focus to be on someone that works with groups on a regular basis um, some people are bargain travel. Well, that's not what you necessarily want here. And you're not going to necessarily get the bargains with a group because you're blocking rooms. Right. Um, so you need to know what their niche is, what they are, what they focus on, how much experience they have planning groups. Um, and it could be family travel. It could be, you know, girlfriend trips, but it's just, you know, a lot of that is very similar. Um, yeah. So that, those are the things that I would really find out, that they have group experience, a lot of group experience. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that I would really, yeah, I think that's and, and somebody that you connect with. You have that conversation, you chat with them, you go, hey, I don't think I can work with this person or I'm not comfortable with this person. Get with someone that you can be comfortable with, that you can be honest with, that you can say, hey, this isn't, I, I, I don't know what I need to do for this, you know? Mm-hmm. So someone you can be honest with. So that's my two cents. No, I love that. And you're right about too, that group, you know, do they feel comfortable in groups too? Because like I said, you working with the itinerary, you coming up with the, you know, the technology that's available and knowing it's available to really help, you know, um, with the communication and, you know, making sure that we were all in the same loop. And again, knowing about the room blocking and all that, just, again, I could tell, obviously you have experience working with groups and those are when you'll be able to tell the most, right? When it does come um, to just making sure that we're all on the same page with that. And I love that you said just somebody that you really connect with and feel comfortable. Again, because you need to be in the loop. And I know that's one thing that you really need from whoever you're working from is to uh-huh. over communicate with you and not go ghost. Yes. And be honest about if you like the place or you don't like the place or right or 
where we're going with this and be proactive and not waiting until things get too late because that's the thing too is like once you really decide you want to you're going to do this, you need to go ahead and you need to go to mindset and mentally get all in that you're going to see this through and be in communication and stick with the process because time is of the essence. Contracts are being uh, drafted up. Again, payments need to be made. And so you just want to make sure that once you commit on this process that you really just stay Communicative the whole time and to stay dialed in to make it a success, right? And so you want Absolutely. to be with someone that you feel like you're going to continue to talk with and, you know, feel comfortable getting out ahead of it because that's it's, all it is, is just planning and, you know, and it's fun. It's a very fun process. I mean, it's nothing like picking fabulous places and having, uh, you know, being able to find unique spots or, you know, being able to find places that have the type of vibe or activities or just doing, you know, getting to take people on that kind of experience. So you wanted to have it to be a fun process, but be one that yep. again, you're going to be engaged in so that it doesn't get stressful. And I think that's important right. too, is that make it a fun process. Don't make Absolutely. it a stressful one at all. So this is awesome. I think this is good. I think too, we were going to touch on this before you wrapped up, but I, I know for most of your group um, retreats, you know, depending on the size, I love that you talked about, you know, 10 to 15 rooms is now kind of, you know, we're a good to get started, but like, you know, and that you were able to really help us. I think we had about nine women. You did not have to be on site, which, and that was because right. you again had um, such, we had such a great planning process ahead of time. You had a plan of action for keeping us in communication, you know, virtually. So I think that's just too, that I see a lot of people when they're doing retreats, they they don't know, like, do they need an on-site per the travel planner, um, or can it be, you know, successful without you being on-site? And I know you do on-site. It's just, you know, obviously an investment to bring you out there. But if you're, again, a lot of times we're using this retreats to attract more clients, to, you know, to in to deliver on the value of the program we're saying. So this is why I always uh -huh. teach my clients, you want to do stuff at this price point so you can invest to having support on site if you need it. But what, what are kind of your thoughts on that? Like how big would you say? Yeah. I'm thinking if you have five to 10 people at a group, at a, at a retreat, you, the coach, are pretty much able to handle it and you'll have an on-site representative there right at the resort and if you are make sure you touch base with them on at least a daily basis to make sure all your things are dialed in whether you have dinner reservations or a meeting planned or you need some audiovisual help they can help you with that but you're the one that's doing it I think if you go from 10 to maybe 20 people make sure you bring in one person, maybe someone that's even part of your retreat and give them a comp or give them um, half off on their room or something like that. If they become your right-hand person that right. can be there and say, hey, where's my audiovisual stuff I was supposed to have? And Mary, go check into that. So you've got someone that can back you up there, that right. can leave, leave and go to the restaurant and make sure your tables are ready and you're ready to go. You know, everything's all dialed in for that. Um, 
you you need to have somebody as a right hand person to help you with that. When you get over twenty rooms, you're getting to the point on where you may want to think of adding me <laughs> to come yeah. to the resort. Um, I'm not always available, but you know uh, we can usually work something out. But at least have a right hand person, or you can bring me down there with you or to wherever it is. I mean, it can be in Palm Springs. It can be wherever, you know? And so I'm there to constantly be checking. I know the things I'm checking for, you know, and I'm going to be there and make sure everything's okay. I'm going to go to the next place, make sure everything's okay. I'm going to go to the next thing. I'm going to make sure everybody's flights. I'm on site, make sure they arrive at the site, at the hotel, they're checked in fine and everything's going smoothly you know, and then you can focus on your coaching. You can focus on your plan for your retreat and getting what you add out of it. And you're not trying to run around like a crazy person because things aren't being done right. Yeah, I agree with you totally. I think that just having, you know, bringing in a friend or bringing in a, you know, a business partner, or in my case, I brought my mom. <laughs> um, Your mom is perfect. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't think that for the size we had, or even more that, you know, if we get bigger, I still don't, like I said, I think it's not, what is the largest group you've ever booked just for like, a, again, a large group, not necessarily the retreat, like, because I, I actually, there, I think the Toast and Caicos, when I left, I had heard like the, a group of 50 people had came there after we left. I was like, wow, groups of 50 traveling together, that's so large, you know, just as a vacation type of thing. So, you know, I'm sure you put on like large groups who sent them away. Absolutely. They, they did fine without needing somebody there. I think what's important, like when it comes to the retreat is again, going back to the vision. And for us, because we did it in the program, it wasn't as much where we were like, like teaching and sessions and coaching like especially newer people like it wasn't marketed or presented that wasn't the way the retreat even though if that is something you want to do terry can still help you with that absolutely have that absolutely but because we didn't do that that wasn't you know um yeah we didn't have that many logistics in there where we needed so many help us with like the meeting room and you know our, our backdrop situations or coordinating with things like that so in that case again I think you could do this again having a friend a business partner um, uh -huh. a, a mom come out and just help you with making sure like my gift baskets I know my mom and I put the this the gift baskets together and if there was anything I needed yes. just you know helping with that but really just the itinerary you were able to put together and making that in a way that we can all do it on our phone really alleviated a lot of, you know of needing we again the size and the focus we didn't need that but yeah that's great to know How, what's the largest party you've ever have you um, sent on a large group before I mean so 2030 doesn't sound crazy right <laughs> oh no 2030 is not crazy I mean when I've done destination weddings it's been 100 to 200 people yeah but when you come and do that the resort is expecting a destination wedding and they will have an on-site coordinator that is your right-hand person right there right perfect gotcha you know
Awesome. Well, Terry, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on here. I'm going to put all of your information down in the show notes, but I'm going to say it right here, which is plantoat.co. So plantoat, just the letter T, dot C-O, and I'm going to put that down in the show notes so anybody can click on there and find you. Um, Terry Holzhauser, you can also, is there anywhere else you want them to find you, Terry? Well, my email is Terry, T-E-R-R-I, at plantoat.co. Just jot me off an email. My phone number is 760-795-9000. And that's my business number. Um, what I love about it, it's actually on the internet, so I can get my calls wherever I am, even on the ship or wherever. So you can always reach that. me at that one. Um, I will be sending over to Danielle a little questionnaire if people would like to book me or um, get started or have some questions for me. We can add that at the bottom also. I love that. That's perfect. And I will make sure that I put again your email and your phone number in the show notes as well. And please get me that form. I'll put that link down there. So if anybody wants to book again a planning session with her, just go ahead and get started to reach out with her. You can. But she's who I highly recommend. Again, I've worked with her several times now. We'll continue to do so because again, her attention to detail and just again her level of caring for what we're doing and making sure that everybody has a fabulous experience and that you know we're working together and partner to pull this off and again she actually is a travel player that travels and just has (laughs) information oh what a treat it was re-listening to this podcast interview with my friend and my business partner when it comes to helping me plan fabulous retreats and vacations terry holzhauser and i want to thank all of you who've you know checked out this podcast series on my retreat recap it's been a pleasure really unpacking this with you over the last several episodes and i just want to kind of clarify because i know what's really important for terry and i is to really provide you with the correct information and perspective so that you can do retreats and travel done right and so one thing i want to kind of clear up and again um just kind of share that it's always a good idea to leverage a travel planner even if you are doing a smaller retreat or gathering or event and it's less than 10 people or 10 rooms i know on the previous episode i kind of towards the end advised that if you were having 10 rooms or less being booked or 10 people or less that you know maybe an option for you was to go directly to the resort or to book them individually yourself and after further talking to terry and just unpacking that part as well you know and just getting further support around the benefits even when you have a smaller group or smaller room size that a travel planner is always a great idea because you will get those rooms guaranteed they can get special rates for you possibly but more importantly is just making sure that all the people in your party are able to get rooms and we are having a major comeback in the travel industry there's a lot of pent-up demand and so again it's always good to get with the travel planner so that they can 
help and support and make sure that you actually are able to have the room availability and that the resorts um, that, you, you know, you're just able to go through that process, not alone, because there's even a lot of benefits, even if you do have a smaller group. So anyways, I just wanted to add that in there because my goal too is just to make sure I give you the most um, helpful and relevant and accurate, more importantly, information for you to make powerful decisions. So we're going to go ahead and get to the ending and I will be talking with you ladies soon. So until next time, much love, much peace and prosperity. Thank you guys for checking this out and we will talk to you soon.